this setup is definitely not ideal like i was gonna sit there but as you can see albie's claimed it thanks alps <laughs> welcome back to a conversation with erin with me erin this is our safe space to have a conversation about everything anything all in between with no judgment not gonna lie i don't have much to catch you up on this week however this morning me and albie had one of the most traumatic dog walks i've ever experienced i'm very much aware dogs ways of communicating is barking sometimes it's excitement sometimes it's fear sometimes that aggression i think since having albie who's a very anxious dog and does bark sometimes at other dogs out of fear most of the time like 90% of the time he's really friendly with other dogs well he doesn't really care about other dogs but there's a small 10% of the time where he will see a dog and start barking because he's scared of it now it does look and sound scary but we're always in control of the situation so because of that I'm very much aware of the fact that dogs play fighting barking and stuff looks a lot more scary to us than to them like to them what it would be like however it oh my god it was horrible so this dog we we were walking down a lane it was just me and him and from a little cul-de-sac this dog come out it was this little white jack russell and it had its lead in its mouth and it felt like this must have only happened over a minute minute and a half this felt like half an hour honestly in slow motion i see it clock onto albie and i'm like fuck's sake i'm like it's gonna go for albie and sure enough he went for albie like i don't know how we didn't bite albie's legs honestly i don't so i've got albie on the lead i can lift albie when he's like stationary he's a big dog he's like 12 kilos i think sorry if i'm doing you an injustice there but he's a big dog like he's not massive but i'm a five foot two and a half i say i'm three human being so he's a big dog for me to pick up in that sort of situation and if i had him that like, this is the thought that was going in my head right if i pick him up i can get him up but then i'm not sure i can keep him and I'm also not tall enough or strong enough to keep hold of him whilst potentially kicking this dog away if it starts jumping up at us. The electricity went out. Are you back, Albie? Do you want to tell your story? Yeah? It was scary, wasn't it? Lay down. You can lay down on me if you want. Okay, yeah, there we go. <laughs> So we're telling our story. In slow motion, this dog clocks onto Albie and just goes for him. So I've decided that it's not going to be safe for either of us for me to pick him up. Even though he's a little dog, obviously Albie's a bit of... You're a numpty, aren't you? Like, just look at that face. That's not the face for fighter. So I was, I was scared. And at this point, the owner hadn't appeared. I'm trying to pull Albie out the way but also bring him in close to me and get in between him and this dog but the dog's 
because it's little, it almost makes it more difficult. And then the owner arrives. The owner's trying to grab the dog, but it's got nothing to grab onto. So, like, Albie has both a collar and a harness on. So there's always something that we can grab of his if his lead breaks or whatever happens. This dog had nothing. So the owner's trying to grab it. I'm trying to drag Albie out this way. This dog's getting more and more wound up. He's getting more scared. This The owner then boots the dog to grab it, which is not nice to see. And in any circumstance, I do not agree with harming an animal. However, in my opinion, if that's the only way of getting your dog under control and keeping my dog safe do whatever you need to do but this he still hasn't grabbed the dog at this point so he's booted it got it onto the floor and then threw it to a further away at the end of the lane i've quickly walked along with him but i'm still watching because i don't want our backs to be turned walking away and then the dog comes after us again if you can hear licking is because he licks my hands for comfort so i've then turned around and we're watching and the collar is just too okay the collar is just <laughs> you're right Abs. the collar's just too loose for the dog so he slips out again so the owner grabs him by the neck pins him to the floor and then hits him this dog's now cowering and this owner's kneeled over the dog again with him pinned on the floor and i've shouted at him i don't know what got what got into me but one thing i won't stand for it's animals being harmed it really even thinking about it makes me want to cry again he's cried over him so i shout him i go bearing in mind it's just me and this man in this lane like it wasn't safe and he's not shown himself <laughs> as a protective dog at this point i shout at the man i go you don't need to hurt him that's not gonna do anything okay all right miss baker and he shouts back and he says yeah but he does it all the time now this is the point i'm telling this story if he does it all the time gets him on a stronger lead a stronger harness a stronger collar that just canine harnesses we use for him and they're incredible i struggle with seeing dogs on collar and lead i just i don't like it when it chokes them however you do you like whatever is best for you and your dog but that's clearly not best because your dog's escaping it was just honestly like we've had our like he's had arguments with other dogs in the park and I've had irresponsible owners. Thank you. But nothing like that. It was horrific. And I think the thing that made it worse was seeing him hit the animal. Oh my. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> it was so silly. You're so silly. So it was just really not very nice. Fortunately he's not been affected by it this is just his normal behavior you were fine afterwards wasn't you you're really panting he's not even hot he just pants for attention so it just really wasn't nice like please 
not all dogs are friendly. You can't expect all dogs to be friendly. But if your dog is reactive, he can be reactive. Understand their behaviour, learn their behaviour. That was a dangerous situation for the dog, for me, for him. It just wasn't very nice. And, you know, I only said something to the owner because he hit the dog. Otherwise, I he apologised to me in the process and I said it's absolutely like I said it's fine because at the end of the day me getting angry at him or his dog is not going to do anything for anybody I don't know but I just wanted to show you my little bit of trauma that I had this morning do you know what I have been watching at the minute the summer I turn pretty now I've got one more episode to go I am obsessed but I I have to have the right setting to watch it especially this last episode because I know for a fact I will cry and I've been really in my head debating am I team Conrad or am I team Jeremiah I think I am team Conrad because I think he's got a lot of depth I found Jeremiah to be very like emotionally manipulative and I don't think people are seeing this but I've been seeing this like he's very jealous and protective but not in like a nice way in an emotionally manipulative way and I think Conrad even though he comes across very oh my god I'm talking like these are real people even though Conrad comes across as very like intense and emotionally unavailable I think it's because he thinks he's doing the best thing for everybody and he's trying to protect everybody so he hurts himself to protect other people oh see they're both very attractive however there's I think a lot more chemistry like between jeremiah and belly like if you compare the fireplace scene to the scene i've seen on tiktok which i haven't actually seen in the series yet because i haven't watched the last episode but if you compare it to that kiss scene that everybody's talking about with the hand positioning and stuff like that we don't need to go into it but you know what i'm talking about there's a lot more like intense chemistry between jeremiah and belly than there is at the fireplace scene but then i also think that it's a different sort of that i guess there's more intimacy between comrade and belly anyone can be a good kisser it doesn't mean that there's any intimate like connection like soul connection that's what i'm looking for but anyway i'm very much like not on the fence but also on the fence because i think i am team comrade however gavin who plays jeremiah is so beautiful but then so is is it chris who plays comrade they're both really beautiful men just they they're very different but i am thinking i'm team comrade and i hope that jenny ham brings it back for season three because otherwise they'll be sad but also like what does belly have that i don't (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> no i'm joking Loda tongue is gorgeous but belly annoys me like the character annoys me a little bit and they did her dirty this season like i know she's supposed to look bad because she's under a lot of stress but the makeup is horrific and i think it's done deliberately but it's still not great but anyway i'd love to know if you're team comrade or team jeremiah because i'm very much on the team comrade side of social media but I don't know if Team Jeremiah is also a thing. So today's topic. 
I'll be honest, this has been st- stolen from Miss Eminem. It's because I really loved the concept of it. I found myself listening along to it, having a conversation in my head about what mine would be. So I thought, why don't I share this with you guys and potentially facilitate that conversation within yourself? But we are going to be speaking about non-negotiables. I just want to quickly interrupt this podcast i know it's very annoying when people do this i'm sorry but if you haven't already make sure you follow on spotify or subscribe to the youtube channel 90 percent of you actually haven't subscribed so that would be absolutely amazing there is a new episode every week most of the time on friday but if it's not on friday it will be on saturday and there's sometimes a little midweek bonus but you can only get that on spotify so it's also good to follow along on spotify and if you are watching on Spotify, if you want to rate, that would be absolutely amazing. I do leave five stars. Yeah, but on my Spotify the other day, I've got like, five, I think I got four or five star ratings. So that's amazing. I'm really, really appreciative of that. And obviously the comment boxes are always open. For me, non-negotiables are for any relationship I have. They're not just a boyfriend relationship. It can be friends, family. I'm getting very good at cutting people out. Well, that's not a great thing, but I am getting good at cutting people out and boundarying myself and keeping my circle small. I've protected my peace a little bit too much. Like, my circle consists of literally, I can count the people on two hands. However, and that's including family. However, it does mean that my standards are high. I think I've really tried to implement that because I've been known to give more than I receive. Sometimes, not all the time, but I'm a very, not give more than I receive, that's wrong, but I'm a very giving person in relationships and sometimes I would give so much of myself and I would receive nothing back of the other person and it would send me in a hole and i'm an um, i'm an empath i'm extremely spiritual i am a sponge i will soak up whatever energy you're giving off which is another reason why i need to boundary myself because i need to protect my peace these are my non-negotiables that i've come up with to keep myself safe in my own little bubble first one is very very basic i feel like everybody that is a semi-decent human being should have it on their list and it's be open-minded judgmental people make me feel physically sick and I know that sounds very strong but if you are judgmental and I don't mean in like a being a little bit like with your best friend with a glass of wine being a little bit gossipy I mean like being judgmental of somebody's life choices being thinking you're better than somebody else being judgmental in terms of like religion um gender being judgmental of gender non-conformity like people not conforming to societal standards people of different sexualities different races that sort of judgmental i refuse to be associated with people like that and i am the sort of person that will call you out right for saying anything remotely racist misogynistic homophobic transphobic i do not stand for it in my life and just because and if you have to be in my life for a certain reason i will tolerate you (laughs) just stop being horrible to people stop judging people 
So even little decisions like, oh, they they were a team mum, and or like, oh, they're making that life choice, and oh, they're posting that on social media. Who cares? It's not affecting you, so let's not judge. Okay. Thank you. My second one is something that I think I've realised a lot more recently. I don't want to be made feel silly. No. And I've just made myself... (laughs) I don't want to be made to feel silly. I very much through school was made to feel... My aspirations were a bit embarrassing. I was laughed at for doing YouTube videos... I was laughed at for being very spiritual and believing in manifestation before it was cool. So, like, I remember going to six women talking about manifestation and everyone literally laughed. Well, not everyone, but quite a few people laughed in my face. And I don't like that feeling. I've spent enough of my life feeling like I'm stupid and I'm silly and my thoughts and beliefs are below you. I don't want that in relationships anymore. I don't ask anybody to believe what I believe in or want for me what I want for me. However, I ask you to respect that. And that is a massive one for me now. I think I can sometimes be a little bit too defensive. Like I can be the butt of a joke, but if it's in good taste and it's if I'm in on the joke, but it's when I'm just made to feel like below people, I don't like it there's no need number three this is like so important to me you need to have passion um i don't mean it in like a um 365 days you know that film that kind of way passion i mean like have something that you believe so deeply in and you like it's literally you just love it like you know when somebody talks about something either a hobby or their career or just something they're passionate about and their whole body lights up and they just like get really excited and especially with boys because boys try to hide that they're excited and it makes it like even more adorable and they're just so excited by that thing and they just want to tell you about it and share with you about it I need people in my life to have that. I love it when people are passionate because it makes me inspired and then hopefully that my passion can inspire you and we can inspire each other and I can feel excited about that thing with you. Like I said, I'm such a sponge. So that energy literally is like the best thing for me to be around. I absolutely love it. Genuinely, one of the best things you can ask somebody, whether that's you're you're on a date with them, you're actually in a relationship with them, you're friends with them, ask them what are you passionate about and honestly the way that person will change is just incredible it's the best thing to see ever I absolutely love it it's just such like they just light up it's incredible number four is being ambitious now I don't want an Elon Musk I don't want an Elon Musk he I don't want that sort of ambition I don't want to I want to take over the world ambition in my life because ew (laughs) it's just a bit grim however just have a bit of get up and go it's what me and my mum say you need to have a bit of get up and go have a dream whether that dream is having children whether that dream is saving lives 
whether that dream is owning a company, whether that dream is having financial success or financial stability or just owning a house or working in a shop or whatever that is, just be a little bit ambitious, have a bit of drive because I'm a very ambitious person, I've got very big dreams but I don't like to be around people that aren't ambitious because I then feed off that energy and it diminishes my ambition and what I think I'm capable of. If I'm around people that have got massive dreams and that are striving and they're working really hard, I'm more likely to be that and I love seeing that in people. I think it's such a great quality. Like I said, it doesn't matter what it is. Really doesn't. Like I don't need you to be rich. I don't need you to be anything that you are not. I want you to be authentic to yourself. But just have a bit of drive. Like, so say if there was a person in my life and whether it was a friend or whether I, they like a boyfriend and they had a trust fund. So they did nothing with their life but slob about, sometimes go to the shops because they had this trust fund. That's not someone I want to surround my time with because you're not, you, you're you not, there's nothing that you that's making you go and shopping isn't ambitious in my opinion. I just, for me, that's not things that I want in somebody in my life, in my close circle. Continuing from that, you need to be given and I don't mean this financially like just financially like giving your time giving your energy giving your thoughts giving money i don't mean to me to others giving gifts giving your physical touch in terms of like cuddles and giving whatever your love language is giving that and showing that love languages aren't just represented in relationships in terms of boyfriend and girlfriend or girlfriend and girlfriend or boyfriend and boyfriend in my case girlfriend and boyfriend they're also representative of friendships and even in terms of the way my mum has shown love to me it's her love language same with my dad just be given and I think for me the most precious thing in the world is giving if somebody is very giving with thoughts and time if somebody has shown that they thought about something that they've done for me or even if I get a text like oh I saw this and I thought of you that is so much more special to me than somebody like giving me 10 pounds and I also think giving with other people if I'm seeing that you're putting time and effort into other people that you care about that's amazing or things you care about that's incredible and if you are giving in terms of charities like that's something that's really important to me I don't want you to be all high and mighty and obviously you know there's different positions in the world some people don't have the money for that I don't have the money at the moment in my life to be very very giving to charities and that's okay but I give my time in other ways I give my time, sorry. I think everybody is guilty of being a bit selfish. I think I did sound a bit high and mighty then. Everyone is guilty of being a bit selfish and I think that's so okay. Like, I'm sat here doing a podcast about how I'm boundary myself to protect my peace. Like, some people could say that's selfish and I think it's really important to protect your peace and be aware of that. 
But if you're somebody who wants to profit of other people's hardships to push yourself up, that's not the sort of person I want to be around with. And I think that's the sort of not giving mentality that I don't want to be around. Like, I've had enough relationships in my life where it's been all on their terms. I don't need any more. This next one is very hypocritical of me, but you need to care about the environment. Now, I'm not a vegan. I do eat meat. I do drink cow's milk and eat eggs. (laughs) So care about the environment. Don't do as I do, do as I say. No, I'm joking. I don't mean that you need to be vegan. But if you're ordering off of Shein or Pretty Little Thing or Boohoo five times a week or even just once a week doing big mass orders and then sending them all back no that's a massive ick that makes no I'm not okay with that be a little bit of aware of what you're doing to the world I just want a person that is in my life to be aware of the hardships other people face in the world aware of world issues be a little bit woke you don't need to be a snowflake to be woke i think it's like i've said it with the open-minded it's extremely important to me yeah just make better choices be a bit thoughtful again it's that thing isn't it being thoughtful thinking about what you're doing being given number seven positive energy you don't need to be mr happy from the mr men book okay because i'm not exactly always full of the joys of spring but i cannot stand a negative nancy if you can find a negative in every situation i refuse to talk to you you bring the mood down you're a mood hoover you're not a fun time just get a grip of yourself things could be worse i think i'm somebody who always can find a positive obviously there are some days i suffer with mental health like i'm not always miss happy and cheery and have got rainbows shooting out my bum but if you can't like if you're like going to up oh there's nothing i want to be find something you want to be or oh my life's so tough okay it might be really hard but let's at least think of a couple of positives like you've just had a bad day at work i'm more than okay for people to express their emotions and especially if you're suffering with mental health i know it's not as easy as just like i'd rather someone be honest with how they're feeling than plant on a smile but there's a difference from being authentic to what you're feeling and just being negative like i can't deal with just you know that pathetic negativity where it's like no matter what you do you're not happy you change jobs you still hate the new job or something goes wrong and like your world's ending or oh i just can't stand it i can't stand it there's just no there's no need we're on a little spinning rock there are a lot of worse things that are going on have a bit more world awareness and you might actually be able to put a smile on your face at what you've got you'll be sad about the world (laughs) at least you'll be glad that you're not living with no food or 
in places of wildfires or flooding like we're actually very fortunate so positive energy that radiates off you that i can feel i'm obsessed with similar to that a victim complex if you're a victim i'm i'm refusing to spend time with you not everything is some things are your fault some things are in your control just the whole victim martyr thing i just can't deal with like there's enough said on that like no Mm-mm-mm-mm. i think unless this next one unless of very obvious reasons i.e trauma abuse not having them and stuff being very close to your family is important to me in both friendships and relationships i think it says a lot about somebody who has time and respect for their family i'm not saying my family's perfect we're not but my parents are like two of my favorite people in the world at times i really strongly dislike them but and they will say the same they will say the same about me but there's but also they are two of my best friends we talk about everything i tell them everything i don't need you to be that close of your parents but just have a bit of respect for your family have time for your family i think it's a great quality like somebody who are oh, like a boy like visits his nan in the care home like i love that that's it you lay down that's it number 10 is being able to have deep conversations i struggle with people who can't have a deep conversation i think i also need somebody who brings out the light-heartedness in me but yeah like just people who are very surface level like what are you feeling tell me tell me your deep secrets like i'm somebody who loves a deep convo maybe that's a bit intimidating to people I understand why people wouldn't like it, but you need to have a bit of depth to you. You can't just be like a pretty face or just be like a fun time. Like have a bit of depth. Have like have let me see your soul. Let me look in and see your soul. I guess my last non-negotiable was well, not a non-negotiable, but be able to look after yourself like be able cook your own meals or know how to cook or do your own washing or take some accountability for your life i think somebody who can take accountability for themselves that's great that's fun that's what we like to see friends or not friends i just think if you can't i'm just a bit like grow up like why does your mum still do everything for you i just i think i potentially as a detriment to me lose a little bit of respect for people who just don't really take accountability for themselves or can look after themselves obviously it's age dependent like i'm talking about people that are like 21 and up like if you're 16 enjoy being 16 while you can like have everyone cook for you and clean for you like great but it gets to an age where you're like come on now i don't want to be looking after you as your friend or your girlfriend you know that is the end of the podcast i feel like i've ended that really like abruptly yeah so those were those those are my non-negotiables 
I probably do have some more in my locker. So if you do want maybe to know some more, let me know. I'd love to know your non-negotiables because I think that would be great to add to my list. That would be really fun. So, yeah, let's now move on to our three gratitudes and our hope for the future. So, my first gratitude is that me and Albie are safe and we're okay. I've never been so grateful to get home from a walk and be well like I'm so grateful that we're both okay Albie has been such a good boy this whole podcast he's just laid there like a really good boy so I'm really grateful that he's been so well behaved the next thing I'm grateful for is um, my mum the fact that she phoned me and listened to me well even while she's at work and she's also texted me and asked me if I want to go on like a little mum and daughter date with her tomorrow afternoon so yeah I'm really grateful for her and my hope for the future is I have a pod not a podcast episode tomorrow I've got a tarot reading my first ever tarot reading tomorrow morning so I hope that that is good I'm a little bit apprehensive because I've only ever read my own tarot I'm really worried I'm gonna get there and they're gonna read my tarot and I'm gonna be like I've been doing this wrong and I hope that it's as good as I'm expecting depending on how it goes I might do my mini episode about it we will see but yeah I really hope that you have said hope a lot bloody hell I hope that you enjoyed this episode like I said make sure you follow subscribe all of that fun stuff and I will see you again very very soon goodbye